what's up, everybody out there? Y'all know what time it is. Time welcome to free game. You here with yours truly, Juan Gotti. I know y'all used to Chuck Brady, y'all in, but he ain't gonna be with us today. Actually, we're not gonna hide no host with us today, but me. <laughs> but we do got some familiar faces to the show. We got yours truly, CW. What's up, Doug? We got Jared. What's up, Jared? And we gonna get into uh some uh recap on the NFL. Uh, so first up, I'm gonna talk about the uh, the Cowboys versus the Vikings game, which is a, a nice game. We got we got to us to a Vikings fan on the, on the, on the panel, Jared, <laughs> and me a Cowboys fan. So you know we had to handle that L. <laughs> 2016, Cooper Rush came out uh, the game with a, a nice 325 yards in the L and two TDs. And one of them was a game winner. He had one interception on the game. Mari Cooper had eight catches, 122 yards with one TD. C.D. Lamb also contributed with six catches and 112 yards. Even uh, Cedric Wilson tipped in with, with three catches and 84 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he even threw a touchdown. A beautiful ball, by the way. <laughs> uh, I just want to uh, get y'all to chime in a little bit on the, uh, on the game. Jeremy, yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, obviously, I had to watch it rocking, rocking with the Vikings for sure. Um, man, honestly, when I saw that Cooper Rush was starting the game, I'm like, I, I thought Cooper Rush was a winery. Like, I thought that was like a restaurant that you go. But now Cooper Rush, I don't know what happened, man. The Vikings made him look like a starting quality uh, or starting caliber uh, quarterback. He's obviously, I, I, I think he's probably not. But with that said, the, yeah, the Vikings are a team where on our best day, we can we can compete with anybody. And on our worst day, we can lose to the backup quarterback, you know, surrendering, what, like 20 points total or something. So it's just frustrating. That's that's the life of a Vikings fan, though. You know, we went down, we marched down the field in the first play, touchdown, I believe, to Adam Thielen, you know, and it looked like it was, that was about to be all night. And yet... You know, you turn around and 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 next thing you know, you lost the game to some to some random backup. So, yeah, that's that's how the Vikings are going. But on the on the flip side, I think you have to take a look at the Cowboys team and just think like, man, this is a this is a legitimate team. Obviously, we hope that Dak Prescott with the calf injury, it may or may not be related to the to the ankle situation. But you know, as long as he's healthy, as long as he's in there for real. That offense is stacked. I don't know that there's a team that has two better running backs, like between between Zeke and Tony Pollard. Like that's a legitimate. There's legitimate. one. I think Doug might have something to say about that. <laughs> he might have something to say about it. But when you look at it, like you've got Ezekiel Elliott who's back, who who's back like he never left. Like last yeah. year obviously was a down year for him. But then and then you have Tony Pollard pitching in. He's averaging more yards per touch than any other back in the league. Like mm-hmm. That's that's legit. And then obviously you've got the wide receivers on the outside. You've got Trayvon Diggs on defense. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a legitimate team. Uh, and, I, and you know, I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you know, Juan, you got to be you got to be thinking like you've got a deep playoff run in the future. I'm, it's looking pretty good for me. I ain't gonna lie. I came I came into this game. I came into this game not knowing what was gonna happen because <laughs> Cooper Rush obviously hasn't played nothing but like I think three snaps in his career as a, as a starting quarterback. So yeah. But is it, and that's scary. That was scary. So I didn't know what to expect when this game. So I'm like, uh, 
I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw this week away. But I actually in pregame I was looking uh to speak on uh Dax calf injury. I was looking at him in pregame and he actually was looking actually pretty good. So yeah, I think he's fine. Uh, I, I think they just being conservative. Yeah, I think they were saying that if it was a playoff game, he would have played, right? I think I think that's what they were saying. But at the same time, you know, you, you got to be conservative with, you know, your your franchise quarterback who just came off of, you know, one of the most devastating – one of the most devastating injuries I think we've ever seen. Well, um, well isn't it wild that in the offseason there was really a debate if he should get the money? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Like, like that was really a thing at one point. And you look and, and it's like he has – I wouldn't have said this two years ago, but he ha- he reminds me his ment- his mentality reminds me of like a Brady. I don't know if he'll ever get the rings or anything, but like he doesn't go to lose. He plays yeah. to win every single time. He galvanizes his team. If he has a minute, you know, or two minute drill left, you just know like there's a chance this dude can he can put you out no matter who you are. Yeah, I, and I and I love that, and that, and, and that's crazy about to speak about the offseason and whether he was gonna get the money or not, and what should he get, and and, and I'm like, man, pay that man. <laughs> we ain't paid this long time. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he would have been up in Chicago or something easy. They would they would have oh, scooped him up real quick. But now with him standing out this week, though, I'm like, man, we run the ball so well. We I, I'm thinking I'm thinking like, man, we could we yeah. could just. Keep the ball, hold possession, long possession. I'm like, I know we can hold we can down. But, but even to say that, Zeke came in the game and had 16 carries and only had 50 yards. And he really didn't make an a impact play until the end of the game. I think when he, uh, they gave him a throw on third down yeah. to uh, make first before the game went a touchdown. I think he brought like four. That was an amazing play. I might have, We might have to uh, tag that play on her. But we only, he only had 50 yards. For Cooper Rush to come in and had 325, that's crazy. <laughs> that speaks yeah. to – yeah. Got an offer a receiver. He definitely came up from from Danucci. Oh yeah, and <laughs> 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 not Danucci, but yeah, no doubt. When, but man, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys are watching this live, but when Cedric Wilson hit that pass, hit that pass on the on the on the deep slant, like yeah. that was an absolute dime. Yeah, that was a uh, like thirty. Mark Jackson. Yeah, that was that was a dime. Yeah, I think Jared, you said that was the ball of the night for you. <laughs> yeah, that was—I mean—that was the pass of the night. I mean, obviously, you know, you—it is hard to take it away from Cooper Rush with the, with the game winner, but still, um, in terms of a beautiful looking ball, that thing was—that was a tight spiral. It was hit him in the hands, perfect. Yeah, yeah, the Cowboys definitely on the up and up though. But uh, let's let's get on to this next game. Mm-hmm. Uh, next game I want to talk about here is uh, the Bucks versus the Saints. A surprising upset here, actually. The uh the Bucks actually lost this game twenty seven to thirty six. Uh, James Winston started this game off uh, but got hurt early in the first quarter. Yeah, actually some reports saying he tore his ACL, so that'll be yeah, big. Thanks to then who their next quarterback gonna be? So uh, James Winston started this game off. He ended it with fifty six yards and a touchdown. And then Trevor Simmons came on. Simmons. Simmons came home at that point. And he actually ended the game with 159 on that Bucks horrible uh, secondary, you know, with all that injuries over there. 159, um, a touchdown. And AK actually came came up big in this game with uh, 61 rushing yards and a touchdown also on 19 carries. But uh, I just want to get started on this, this this Bucks defense right now. It's scary. It's scary. <laughs> It's pretty elite. Um, the the way that they stop the run is just uh, is second to none. I, I think they got the, the best back. pass rush. I, I mean, only I think 
the Browns are a far second when you think about yeah. their pass rush. And the Rams are probably going to move up there. Probably, I mean, the Rams might move the first thinking about Von Miller coming. That's a that's a real scary back. tandem too. But the way that this unit holds together and stops the run is just really, really uncanny. I mean, they they stopped the best of them, the Derrick Henrys. I mean, I would. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, I think Jawan, to your point, like when you look at that, when you look at the secondary, the exactly. pass that they're giving up, that's going to keep the that's going to keep the opposing team in the that's game right. a lot of the time, right? And when you look at, so what are they now? Six and two, right? I think the Bucks are. Yes. Six and two now. Mm-hmm. When you look at some of those six wins, that final score looks pretty lopsided. But yeah. you know, I think it was I think it was the game against the Falcons. That was a tight game until yeah. the last until the last quarter when they got a couple of defensive touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, to your point, Dub, like the that pass rush that line can get there, they can force some turnovers. But you know, I think if there's a weakness for this Buccaneers team, it's got to be the it's got to be the secondary. Yeah, has to be. Yeah. That's for me too. But uh, to to go back to the game, uh, to speak about on the Buccaneers, Brady came out of this game with uh, 375 yards in the air and four touchdowns. But he also had three major uh, turnovers that, that that really impacted the game, and that was uh, the two interceptions and the fumble. And one of those interceptions here was a pick six. I forget who took it. I think it was Patrick Williams. He took it all the way back to the crib. And that's yeah. crazy. That impacted the game a lot. And that 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 was a big part of encountering a big part of them losing. But uh, he included Godwin a lot with eight catches and um 140 yards. He also had a touchdown. And Evans, what he, I don't know what it is with him and Evans. He's on and off in some weeks. So this, very, you, you know, Juwan, I feel like they need to explore maybe trading them, which which sounds really crazy. It's probably a hot take for some people. But I, I you got Godwin and AB, and you have yeah. two really good tight ends. I just feel like they have so much. They have so many weapons. That's the that's crazy right. thing. That's right. Get your get a pick. Get a really good pick, and uh-huh. and get get Tom Brady's successor, right? Like uh-huh. you might have him two, three more years, but you can get a guy to groom behind him and just really cultivate an Aaron Rodgers s type of situation if you get the right right quarterback in the back, in the backup. Speaking about AB, I think he uh, he gonna be returning next week. They say, they say. But uh, I don't I don't know about him at Evans. They just off and on, and these yeah. one. On off of games because he had uh, four targets for two catches and forty eight yards and a touchdown, but but the two catches thing, that, that, it, it, his targets either got to come up, <laughs> but I don't know what it is. And yeah. I, I, I want that offense though. You know, I mean, that offense in that offense, there's so many mouths to feed. You know what I'm saying? That's like right. he's gonna have like yeah. last week he had three touchdowns in the first half, I think. Right? Like he, yeah. you know, exactly. So you're gonna have you're gonna have boomer bust type games with him. I don't know. I, I don't think you can trade Mike Evans. I feel like he's probably one of the what one of the top ten wide receivers in the league. I think you'd yeah. say for yeah. sure. <laughs> and you know, with and you know, AB uh, when he's on the field, he's electric, but he also misses a lot of games. So I think mm-hmm. having I think having you know two really high quality wide receivers in Godwin and Evans who are generally going to be there for you, mm-hmm. I think that's valuable. You know, what's what's wild. I think like Tom Brady is is like almost as old as my dad, and he's actually. <laughs> Dominating, he's like dominating the NFL. Even even like watch that game, he looked like he was disinterested. He looked like he wasn't even there. You know, yeah. it's so like, easy. Like, it's muscle memory. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like when something doesn't go right, he's like staring it down for an extra two seconds. Like what just happened? What just happened? How that you know how did I miss? And and then you look at the final stat line. He's got almost four hundred yards and four touchdowns. Exactly, is forty some years old, leading the NFL in yards. I think also leading the NFL in touchdown passes. Yeah. Uh, 
it's just it's just crazy to watch. He got them. He's a generational talent. I mean, he had and he has the mentality to back it up. He's a savant of the game. He just he, he's like a LeBron. He's he just he just picks it apart. He knows the spots, how to make it happen. You don't have to be the most athletic in the moment. And I think we seeing that, you know, if people are willing to protect their quarterbacks and the quarterbacks take care of their bodies, they can have some longevity. And so yeah. I'm interested to see what quarterbacks learn from him and transition into the future. Yeah, dude, dude been dominating for for decades. It's crazy. Decades. That, that's, yeah. I uh, I want to bounce back to the other the other the other side too on, on the Saints and speak on uh some yeah. quarterback issues they have. I actually been seeing some reports say they uh looking at a cam and then I see some that they say they're not interested because they, I know they got um what's the guy's name the backup Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill will be coming back. back to yeah. I think he has a, he's on concussion protocol right now. That's why uh, Trevor got the look, the, uh, the look in the game this week. And he looked so, decent, honestly. Huh? He, he looked decent, honestly. What did Trevor did. Simeon play in college? Was he a Michigan guy? I cannot recall. I'm not for I sure. Northwestern, but I'm, I could be wrong. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, don't want to be wrong. Yeah, he, wants to, he went to the Broncos for a while, and then they got traded you. him off. That's right. That's yeah. right. Broncos. When he had dealt, that was Miller uh, prime days. But uh, we gonna we gonna go on to the next game here. Uh, we gonna, I want I want to talk about the Patriots uh, versus the Chargers. The Patriots uh, came out on top of this game. This was another uh, uh, upsetter game. The Patriots twenty seven. Uh, the Chargers twenty four. Mac Jones had two hundred eighteen yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. <laughs> uh, Damian Harris uh, was big in this game with uh, twenty three carries and um, eighty yards and a touchdown. And, and, and that was pretty much it for, for, for the offensive side of the ball for the Patriots. This is a defensive game here. <laughs> but Justin, Justin Herbert uh, on the other side had 223 yards and two touchdowns and two big interceptions. That, that was a, a major impact on this game. That changed this game. Because uh, everybody pretty much ate outside of uh, Jared Guy, Mike, Mike, Mike Williams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody else pretty much ate. Eckler had 64 yards rushing. Also had six catches and, 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 and sixty yards and a touchdown on on, on the Russian side. Ken Ali had kicked in with six catches and seventy seven yards and a touchdown. Um, I want to talk about this uh, this char- this charge decline. They, the last two weeks they've yeah. been losing on two game losing streak. So I want to talk about that. What's what y'all think these guys need to do for the future? Because they they was they got out to a high start. Justin Herbert was pretty much set to be an MVP candidate. But these last two weeks been ugly with the loss to Baltimore and now uh, the Patriots. That's a real upset right here. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a combination of things. One, the first few games won't tell you everything, and I think that's something in our excitement we just forget and not think about that. You know, the real defensive minds get an opportunity to figure out who you are when they get some tape, right? And last year's tape don't doesn't do that, and so I think. With Justin Herbert coming back and finally having some real good tape on him, I'm not saying they figured him out because I I do think he's a like cerebral talent. I think he's going to be really really good, but I I think that there's a reality that coaches know how to plan a little bit more for him. And then also I think we got to really address the elephant in the room that Keenan Allen Keenan Allen is not a number one receiver anymore. At least in this oh. moment, he doesn't look like that anymore. And it's not that he's not I- talented, but Eckler's eating really well. And he's a pass catching back as well, which I don't think Melvin Gordon necessarily was to his degree. And then also um, the emergence of Mike Williams this year. So we'll see if that keeps up. And then, you know, they picked up um, tight end from um, from the Saints. Um, 
Yeah. 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 And so with that pickup, you have multiple receivers and it's not all dependent on Keelan Allen anymore. And I just wonder if he's the type of guy who's going to command the offense to go through him. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Jared. Now you got it. Um, Kenan Allen for me, um, I think he's still one of those top guys out there as far as far as it goes. Um, I think they're just spreading the wealth right now. They're just, yeah. just giving every their fair share. Cause you speak you speak on Eckler, he's one of those guys that can they can get they can go out and play wide receiver like a uh AK or a Le'Veon Bell type of back where he can go out and actually get in the receiver stance and go out and catch routes and stuff like that. And and when you got something like that, you gotta use it. So and then, and then you could sprinkle your King, your King and Allen in here and there. And then you can go Mike Williams, and they even got the uh, the young guy. I forget his name. Uh, I forget his name. Justin oh. Jeff- Justin um, Jefferson. The ja- oh, no, the Jackson. Jackson. That's, that's Jackson. the Vikings guy. This is Jackson. 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 Yep. Fast guy. I forget his name. I don't want to say it wrong. I'm gonna have to do some research on that. But yeah, yeah, they got so many weapons. They you got it's like you gotta spread the rock. You, you gotta hit him and him and him and him and him. But I think Kenan Allen, uh, he definitely the number one for sure. Mm. But Mike Williams been 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 definitely been definitely going crazy though. <laughs> body to hit, man. And when he get that yeah. slant going, it's like, what do you do? I mean, when it's like you could just throw it up and his catch radius is 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 you know so 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 yeah. so. Wild. Throw it up anywhere. I can just grab it. Why not? What we'll, we'll No, I mean, look, I, you know, Dub. I think your point a minute ago about you, you don't want to judge a team based off the first few weeks of the season. I think that's true, but at the same time, we, you know, you also don't want to get too caught up in the recency bias because they do have some, they do have some decent wins on the, on the schedule, and then they've got two losses in a row. So I think, I think these next couple of weeks, obviously for them, are going to be crucial. You know, can they bounce back from a couple, a couple of bad weeks? You know, especially coming off the bye week to to go out and lose the Patriots like that, that, that definitely hurts. But you know, can you get out there and can you get that offense reignited? You know, can you get that that Herbert to Williams connection bounce? You know, coming back, can you can you uh, get Keenan Allen going to a degree that he hasn't been going so far this year? Or you know, have teams kind of figured them out, right? Like you, you know, the the. You know, is the is the formula just pound the rock? Because obviously, if you watch that defense at all, they cannot stop the run for nothing. Like, Harris, you know, had I think he had almost 100 yards, but it looked, you know, just watching the game, he should have had close to 200. Like he every time he touched the ball, every time they, you know, they fed him the rock, like he was getting four, five, six, seven, eight yards, like it was yeah. nothing. So, you know, I think with the Chargers team, they're going to have to put up points to stay in these to stay in these games because their defense is not that great. Um, and, you know, I think we're seeing a couple of teams like that this year, not just them, but also the Chiefs. Um, you know, if yeah. your defense can't can't keep up, then your offense has to. And that's, you know, that's a strain to put on an offense week after week. Right. And they played a Belichick defense. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's right. You know, we that's- can't understate that enough. He prepares for yeah. you. Well, and people yeah. people forget the Patriots. The Patriots beat the Chargers last year 45 nothing. Like, Belich- yeah. Belichick seems to have – you know, Herbert's number to, to some degree or another. And it's not, obviously it's not just Justin Herbert, but it's like every young quarterback in the league, he does something to mess with them. So. Not necessarily every young quarterback. It's like, whatever you do, you do best. He takes it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. He's going to have to be him another way. Yep. And I actually talk about the Patriots, but I want to go over this next game first, because it ties into the Patriots. I want to talk about this Bills game versus the, uh, the Dolphins. They uh, beat the Dolphins 26 to 11. 
And uh, Josh Allen had 249 yards in the air with two touchdowns, no interceptions. And he also led the team in rushing with 55 yards and one touchdown on the ground. And uh, his leading receiver was Cole Beasley with 110 yards uh, receiving. And Diggs was right behind him with five catches and 40 yards in the touchdown. Um, I wanted to talk about that division, the Bills and the, uh, and the, and the Patriots. They fighting right now for that for that one spot. I think the Patriots down one game. Well, they fought in that four, um, what is it, four and four or four and three. And then the Bills, the Bills are right on top of them at one and five or whatever. Yeah, they've got a game lead. On them. Yeah. Two, they've got one or two game lead. I mean, the Bills are obviously, you know, to me, the Bills are obviously the best team in the division. I think they're one of the best teams in all of football right now. But the I mean, problem that I see with them is they play down to their level of competition. Like they play up and they play down. You know what I mean? Like it seems like, you know, when they play Miami, you know, that game was 3 3 for a long time. Like that, you know, uh, uh, Josh There's Allen, no. he, he went crazy, but at the same time, that was mostly in the second half. Like, if you're going to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender, you have to be able to put teams away, you know, in the first half, not just not just the second yeah. half. So, uh, on the other hand, that, you know, their defense obviously is elite, one of the best defenses mm-hmm. in football right now. Uh, yeah. Josh Allen is looking like, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in football right now. Uh, so it's hard to it's hard to say much negative about them, but at the same time, you know I think I think they seem to have a tendency to match the level of their competition rather than just playing their game week after week. I ain't gonna lie, I think the Patriots right down they bump because I think this 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 dub over the Chargers this was a, a huge dub for them because the Chargers was one of the top teams in, in, in not just that division but the league. Yeah, that's a confidence in. booster. Yeah, they got to be a confidence booster for Mac Jones, the young quarterback there. And the same time, it was Mac Jones' worst game of the season. I thought, like, true. You know, Mac, Mac Jones did not play. Did not play. Look, well. I, I was in a place where I had to play him in fantasy, and mm-hmm. um, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, and if you watch the game, like he, like he was. So his thing, right? The thing that everyone kept saying about him is that, like, he hits his receivers. Like he's accurate, right? He's accurate. He's got the Tom Brady like accuracy. But when you watch the game, he was sailing passes left and right. So, you know, if they can get that figured out, plus, you know. Uh, Plus, you know, keeping the run run game going. They, you know, they obviously they have three pretty uh, solid running backs between Harris, Stevens, and Bolden. But, um, uh, you know, so if they can get both of those going, that you know, then then I might agree with you. But I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to see it all put together before I'm before I'm ready to say the Patriots are doing anything this season. Yeah, and you Mac, know, I'm, oh, go ahead, Joan, my far brother. Mac, wherever you wherever you at, I hope you're watching this. Jay say, put some mustard on your on your arm now. <laughs> put some mustard on the probes. I just, I just want to see it, you know. I just want to see some accuracy in a game that matters. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what, what was you say, I'm just, I'm very shocked by the whole Tua situation. I mean, I know he just coming off the injury, but like, I'm really. I was gonna speak on that too. The the, the jury's really out on him. Like, I, I I just don't know if he's that guy there. And I hate that quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, only get two years. And I mean, he hasn't even really Not had either. that. He's he's been yeah. there three years, but he's been injured. A lot, yeah. and and so I don't know if we get a full gauge. It might be time for a change of scenery, but I don't I don't know if they can wait with and what that, they've set up. And that's what I want to talk about with the, with the Deshaun Watson uh, talks. Yeah, I think this stuff is going to come to 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 life with the with the with, with these days coming with the trade deadline coming. Do y'all think this is possible to Deshaun Watson to Miami trade? Because that will obviously mean Tua got to get shipped off back to the Texans, of course. Yeah, I don't see it happening. I really don't. There's just too much uncertainty, right? Obviously, with the, 
with yeah, with everything that's happening with Watson off the field, you've got you've got a lot of very serious allegations, and the and the mm-hmm. civil side of that, you know, if they, if they want to settle them, they can settle them, but you can't control the criminal process, right? So, however that plays out is going to play out. And then if you're thinking about, you know, from Miami's side, if you're really going to try and mortgage your future for Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, if you know that he's going to be on the field, you know, that he's going to be playing, he's one of the he's one of those quarterbacks that's worth it for. But at the same time, you can't give up everything that you have to give up to get Deshaun Watson if you don't know that he can play. And again, obviously, with everything going on with him off the field, there's no guarantee he's going to play this year, next year, or after that. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I really don't see it happening this year. I, I think if anything, he might get dealt, you know, before the draft this coming year, but this you know, yeah. coming draft, but especially with the fact that, you know, everyone's saying there's not a whole lot of quarterbacks in this, in this next draft, but uh, I really don't see it happening before the trade deadline. Well, and then you wonder about things like the ticket sales and stuff like that um, with the allegations against them, like how much will it hurt their brand, you know, mm-hmm. Um, everything's alleged at this point, but 22 allegations is pretty, I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty damning to have 22 different people pose the same, same allegations. Uh, but to have that and to carry it in an organization, it's hard to be the leader of a team, the face of a, of a franchise when that's a real thing that you carry. And even if you are acquitted, you still have that, you know, that muck that follows you. So I, I really wonder if they want to even be associated with that. I mean, we'll see, but. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you got to wait until you know what's going on. Right. Yeah. Right. And to courts make that decision. Cause I don't think the NFL is going to make a decision on uh, like how many games you get suspended or, or, or like that. Yeah. Until, course, they won't. Absolutely. I mean, you've got, you know, you, there've been a lot of situations in the last 10 years where people are accused of pretty, pretty serious stuff off the field and Mm -hmm. separate and apart from whatever consequences they're facing off the field, you know, they might go on commissioner's exemplist for, for who knows how many games. So again, I, you know, I think if we're just thinking about it from a pure football standpoint, as an organization, I don't think you can give up, you know, the three first round picks and whatever else to acquire a guy that you don't even know if he can play with play for you, you know, this season or next season, um, let alone going forward. And obviously with what Dub is saying, like, you know, you also have to take a very serious look in the mirror. Like, you know, do we, can we start a guy who's got these sorts of allegations against him? And, and, you know, potentially the only way to know that is to have some clarity, you know, on whether or not, uh, have some clarity on what the situation is. So, um, yeah, that's why I don't think it's going to happen this season. I think it could potentially happen next season, but we'll have to see how it plays out. All right, let, let, let's get on to the next game here. And, and, and the next game I'm going to do here, this is a team where, um, you know, we all got our favorite teams. I'm a Cowboys fan. Jerry's a, a Vikings fan. And Dub is a, uh, a Cleveland fan because Dub is actually from Cleveland. But this is a team we all cheer for because we all are from Chicago. So we have to cheer for these guys. And this is the Chicago Bears. And, uh, this, this, this following week, they played the 49ers. And this was a tough game, actually, because Justin Fields didn't play that bad, but he didn't play that good. He actually had a great game on. For real, great. (laughs) Man, I have never been as a Bears as a Bears fan. Look, we moved to Chicago when I was about twelve years old. I've I've drank Kool Aid since then. I'm a Bears fan through and through, except when they're playing the Vikings. It is what it is. But I have never been this excited to see a Bears loss because if you watch Justin Field, if you saw what he was doing out there. 
between between the lines. That touchdown run he had against the Niners, that looked like some some backyard, you know, <laughs> football. Like that, like that was like when the dude that you know is about to be a D1 athlete is playing with some scrubs behind the school. <laughs> Like that play was nasty. And so like that's why like that's why we've been excited as Chicago fans for this guy. Like, yeah, there have been a lot of points in the season so far where it's not looked good, where he's air mailed some passes, where he's missed some easy stuff, where you know he held on to the ball too long or whatever else. But the the talent, the potential is there. And as a Bears fan, we haven't we just haven't seen that in in years, in in a long time. I mean, our best you know, our best quarterback of the last 25 years or so has been, was Jay Cutler. And uh, yeah, you know, like my man was good yeah. for about a season and a half. <laughs> so like, we've got, we've got some, we've got some potential now, you know, there might have to be some coaching situation, uh, uh, some yes. coaching changes or something, but at the same time, the future does look bright with Justin Fields under center. I'm excited for it. I'm not going to lie, Jay. I'm right behind you as a, as a Chicago kid born and raised. I'm right behind you. I'm very excited for the future with Justin Fields. We got to get him some help on that line, though, and we wow. might do coaching change, like you said. <laughs> but, the, but but this game results uh, didn't go in our favor this week. The 49ers actually won this game 33-22. to 22. Um, Jimmy G had 322 yards in the uh, – um, he had, had no touchdowns in the air, but he had two rushing TDs, surprisingly. I don't think he had any yards. I think he had like five yards off two <laughs> two rushing touchdowns. That's crazy. Uh but uh his back his his running back, because you know the guy um moistured his hurt. He tore his ACL or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the season or something like that. So they got uh Elijah Mitchell is his backup and he's in there and he got eighteen carries off of hundred and seventy one yards on our Bears defense. On our Bears defensive line, he got 171 yards. That's crazy. Well, you missed Khalil oh, uh, Mack, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got you got your Eddie Goldman's out there and your uh, yeah. Kim. We got we got we can't give up 171 now. It ain't the Saints front. <laughs> yeah. And they also had uh, Debo also contributed with six, six, six catches and 171 yards in the uh, two, so. Eddie Jackson, I need you to tighten up to it as well. <laughs> but on the other side of the ball, Justin Fields had uh, 175 yards in the air in the touchdown and 103 yards on the ground with a touchdown. And, and, and his amazing touchdown run to speak on that, that, that Jerry talked about. The guy went to the right and reversed back to the left. He broke a lot of ankles on this play. <laughs> And, 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 yeah. and when he got the end zone, you could see the emotion flowed out of him. Like, yeah. finally. <laughs> yeah. That was who we drafted. That's that was who we drafted. You know what I'm saying? Like, like coming out of the Ohio State University. Yeah. That's, that's right. who we drafted. That's what we wanted. So, I'd love to see it. This is what I've been waiting on. So, uh, uh, I ain't going to lie. I, I need to hear from the – what do you think? What's next for these Bears? What what do we what like? What's the next move we what we need to make? Because right now we on a, a three game losing streak and it's getting ugly. <laughs> well, <laughs> like you I, said, I think the next move is you moving to Arlington Heights. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's the first move. But uh, you know, I feel like the Bear. I, I really am wondering what is the future with Allen Robinson. Because I think the talent is there. He's shown it year after year. And I wonder, do you do you pull a trade off and and get leverage, you know, get ready for the future or get a different receiver? 
um, of some sort, or do you stick with him? I'm just wondering if, if that's something that might need to be explored with the Bears. But for the most part, I feel like the team itself is a playoff-built team if Justin Fields sits well in the offense and, and really learns how to command the team and do well. And I think the biggest question, the biggest question, are you going to stick with Nagy? Will they stick with Nagy? Because I feel like, you know, I, I heard today on the radio, they were saying he's like the players love him. He's a player's coach and all of that. But at the same time, I really wonder, can he galvanize them to a Super Bowl? Because it, let's be honest, this team has the type of build to be a Super Bowl contender if the, if the person under center is playing well and the coach is calling the right plays and really running the ship well. And I feel like those are the two uncertain things. And then Allen Robinson is kind of like the, the cherry on top that you just hope, you know, works out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the uh, um, Justin Fields connection is ugly right now. I don't know what's going on, but he likes the uh, the, the guy Mooney a lot better. Darnell Mooney, he likes him a lot better. I don't know why, though. <laughs> but I, 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 I hope it's a naggy problem, though, because I kind of like Allen Robinson. He's like a guy that, that always catches the ball. <laughs> player, yeah. yeah, like he, 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 get, he gets yards after the ball, but that's not really what, what, what his go-to is. His, his go-to is he catches the ball. <laughs> he comes down with it nine times out of ten. Um. I'm, I'm gonna get on to the next game here with the uh the Steelers and and, and Dub hometown, the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is a rough game for you. A lot of guys coming back from injury. <laughs> uh the Steelers came out on top of this game. This this game was an ugly game. Fifteen to very, ten. <laughs> very ugly. Uh Big three, Ben three had <laughs> <laughs> Big Big Ben had two hundred and sixty-six yards in up, surprisingly. Um with one touchdown. Najee Harris had 26 carries and 91 yards on the ground. I actually like this guy, Najee Harris. He's been he's been a big name since high school um, and, and Alabama University. Um, and he's coming in the league and he's showing why he's been a big name since high school. <laughs> and, I, and I like that guy. But uh, that leading receiver was uh, Deontay Johnson. He had 66, I mean, six catches and 98 yards. And then on the other side of the ball, which is dub guys, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> they could hit 225 yards and uh, no touchdowns. And Chubb had 16 carries for uh, 61 yards, no touchdowns. I want to go right back to dub with, 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 with a major question. And, and, and I think this is, this, is, this is a chemistry question. I don't know if you're good yeah. at science. <laughs> this is a chemistry question. I want to talk about trading. Odell Beckham Jr. Because because him and, and and Baker chemistry obviously is an ugly thing. When Odell and him plays, it's like he's forcing him the ball, but it it is it, in bad bad spots. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I um, they definitely don't play as well with Odell, like the way that he yeah. should be he should be playing. I wonder if there's still some residual. Um, decline from the injury like if he hasn't gotten back in shape fully at least you know game shape in the way that we want I mean we've seen sometimes where he leaves a a cornerback and he looks good but for the most part there hasn't been a lot of uh moments where you're just like yo that's the guy that we traded for uh in my heart of hearts I would love to see them hold out keep Odell and um and and get a bigger free agent quarterback 
<laughs> I like Baker. I, I really do, but I just don't know if he is quote unquote the guy. And I think this does go back to what I said earlier of I feel bad that younger guys don't get an opportunity to really have a longer track record, but it's just hard when you get thrusted into a starting spot right away. Um would if you he say had sat behind someone, it'd have been different. What's that? Would you say that Baker Mayfield is a young guy at this point? Uh, well, I mean, he did some time in college, but I mean, he's, he's been three in the league for a minute. What has been three, four years? Three yeah, years. Yeah, he's been in the league for a minute. I don't know, like he's three years in. I feel that. So, okay, at the same time, though, at the same time, though, well, before Baker Mayfield took y'all to the playoffs, when was the last time the Browns were in the playoffs doing something? Ninth, just two thousand five, my senior year of high school. And did they win or no? Kelly Holcomb and Tim Couch, and we lost to the Steelers. What was the last, what was the last time y'all won a playoff game? I Ooh. think I, it was 1990, what, 1992 when we played the Bron- – we lost to the Broncos. I thought you were going back to the Jim Brown days. No, that's <laughs> when we were winning championships. I guess my question is, I guess my question is if, you, if you really move on from the quarterback that took y'all to the first win in the yeah. playoffs, and you know, like, are you just going to get the, the Detroit Lions treatment just like – yeah at this point jared i feel like it's a couple things to think about one do you want to wait and and see if odell really pops and is the odell of old because if he is him and Jarvis no, it's, it's together, not about those not, running backs yeah no no it's not it's not about odell it's about baker Right, but if they don't have the chemistry, I feel like it's to some degree it's going to kind of be one or the other is is it going to be a new quarterback under center who can deliver the ball to all of his receivers who mm-hmm. is not dependent on the running game, or is it going to be you ship Odell, keep Baker and allow him to continue to grow with the guys that he's been growing with prior to Bro. Odell? Cause when he plays without Odell, it's like, he's a machine. I ain't gonna lie. I like when he plays without Odell. He, he distributes the ball. Well, like he spreads it. It's like when Odell plays, it's like, he's like, uh, I, I got to give it to Odell. <laughs> but then, uh, he, he, does. he gets it around well. Peoples, Rashard Higgins. I mean, all of those guys that you don't know about unless you're a real Cleveland fan, they look like, you, you know, Pro Bowl caliber quarter. I mean, uh, receivers when when Baker doesn't have the pressure of, of Odell. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's get on to the next game. Uh, uh, I want to talk about this this, this Rams and this Texans game. Uh, this guy Matthew Stafford is lighting it up, and he it might be the MVP this year. He had he, in this game he had three hundred and five yards with three touchdowns and no interceptions. Um, his running back Darrell Henderson had fourteen carries and ninety yards and one touchdown. And I want to talk about this guy right here because he might get Offensive Player of the Year ever, Steve. And, and, and I also want to talk about this guy because he is a a, a, a some you don't see on the regular. Like, cause this, this is crazy, a, a, a Caucasian receiver, and he's holding it down for for, for guy. <laughs> he's holding it down for you guys. He he had uh, seven catches and 115 yards and, and, and a touchdown in the air. That guy is crazy. He might be offensive player of the year. No, without a doubt, like yeah, I might have to go to him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, not a Derrick Henry out the out the picture, unfortunately. Um, crazy. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that connection they have is. I mean, the people have been talking about it since week one, since week two. But the connection between Stafford and Cub is unlike any other in the league right now. I mean, yeah, 
it is, you know, it reminds you of the connection that you saw between Brady and Moss, you know, in, in the mm. legendary New England season. So, um, right. you know, the, it seems like every single week Cooper's going to give you 100-plus yards and one or two touchdowns. And you and it's you, crazy. you can just pencil <laughs> that in. You know I mean? You can literally just pencil that in. Uh, and as long as they've got that and then obviously what they what went out and did, you know, today to go out and get Vaughn Miller, that's a scary, scary team right there. Yeah, that's just, yeah. I just want to talk about that Von Miller move, man. I I think that moved him right up to Super Bowl favorites. Like no cap, past Brady, past past my Cowboys, because my Cowboys are up there. If you don't yeah. think they have, they but are. that, that yeah. ran past everybody, like shoots them right to the top, because that makes that D line scary. <laughs> that front seven is scary now. It's very scary. I don't know. I don't know how you going Who do you double? Disciplined. They're disciplined. Right? Who do you, they not sloppy. I think for guys like uh, Leonard Floyd, this is this, this is gonna be a career changing uh, moment for him. This is gonna get him paid in the offseason somewhere else. <laughs> this going this that that was a scary move. But um, let's get on to the to, to this next game with uh, the Packers and the Cardinals. And, and this was a, a ugly game as well. Aaron Rodgers hit in this game hundred and eighty. 184 yards in the air. I think that's right. Yeah, 184 yards in the air and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Aaron Jones hit 59 yards on the ground and one touchdown at 50. Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> uh, my hand writing bad. He <laughs> had five catches and 51 yards. I'm yep. sorry. Yeah, um, was looking like a wrecking ball out there. AJ Dillon was just running people over left and right. Yeah, man, don't he got a he just got a twitch about him, man. I I love Aaron Jones, but I'm like, whoo, this dude twitchy. Like he quick, he's look spry. I yeah. don't know. I'm trying to yeah. see why they not ball so much. Like why do they like the Dillon guy better than Aaron Jones? Like what's going on? Because the last Aaron, I got Aaron thing, Jones man. been dealing with an ankle injury too. Is that what it is? He's been dealing with some injuries. I think the other thing is they recognize they're like, you know, they should be going deep in the playoffs. So I think they're trying to keep Aaron Jones fresh as well, you know, trying to trying to make sure they don't, you know, uh, uh, wear him down, you know, halfway through the season or whatever. Uh, Aaron Jones obviously is an elite running back, but but if you got a guy like A.J. Dillon that you can just hand the rock and, you know, give it to him 15 times, you're going to get 70-plus yards, Yeah, you know, that's valuable. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that they won this game because um actually um Devontae Adams was out this week um for COVID uh protocol, I think. So he, he was out this week. And, and that's probably why Aaron Rodgers didn't have his regular two plus in the air. He had uh the little one eighty four. Lazard was out too. I mean, his you know, yeah. most, most of his receiving core was out. Yeah. So yeah. you know, they totally changed up the totally changed up the game plan. Uh, played the field position game, let the defense take over. Um, and, you know, defense came through. Defense came through. And the knockoff and the, sp- the number one team, um, you could argue the number one team in the league based off of their record with being that shorthanded, you know, I mean, that speaks to Matt LaFleur's coaching as well to be able to change the game plan up and to really run through the, the running backs to make his game that, a game of, of running back receiver committee. So that was, and they had a huge game from um, from Cobb as well, a good vintage mm-hmm. game, which might have been his best game probably that you'll see all season. He had but the two touchdowns. Know, that's right. Yep. It all came together the right way for him. So I, I think you got to definitely deal some of that to coaching. And then 
of course, the greatness of Aaron Rodgers to still hold it together, stay calm and collective and put people in the right place. And I want to talk about this number one team in the Cardinals because on the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray had 274 yards in the air, but he didn't have a touchdown. And he had two interceptions, and one of those interceptions was major, and that was to A.J. Grant. I'm going to talk about that a little later. Mm. Um, but uh, D-Hop, uh, in this game, he had two catches. And on one of his, his catches, he went for, like, I think, like, 55 yards or something like that. It was supposed to be a touchdown, but he got called back. The, uh, he was holding the face match or something like that. Yeah. And after that play, he really he, he really didn't, like, play in the game that much. He, he was coming in, but they say it was from, from him coming back in the game. Like, he was supposed to stay out the game type. <laughs> Uh, but but he didn't really impact the game. He just had two catches, sixty yards. And I want to talk about that last play that they had to AJ Green with uh, one of Kyler Murray interceptions. What was this yeah. guy thinking? <laughs> I mean, I think I think what he just decided thinking? to retire like mid route. I mean, he just <laughs> he, they say he, he looked up at the jumbo trail mid, mid route to start. Uh, watching yeah, he, yeah, he was just ready to retire. I, I think AJ AJ Green's had a long and illustrious career. I, I think he just decided when it's when you know, know it's time, look when you know it's time, you know. Oh, and, my God. You know, and you know what I was thinking? I'm thinking, like, why didn't D-Hop sub himself in the game this play? <laughs> what was he at this play? <laughs> well, let, let's talk about this next game with the, uh, the, the the Titans and the Colts. And the Titans came out of this game 34-31. to It was actually a game at OT. Tannehill had 265 in the air with three touchdowns and two interceptions. And Derrick Henry had 28 yards on the I mean, 28 carries and 68 yards on the ground. And A.J. Brown had 10 catches and 155 yards with a touchdown. And I want to go right into Derrick Henry. They say that he might have a season-ending foot injury. Yep. He broke one of the bones in his foot, and they say he might be out for the season. Let's talk about this because this is something major. <laughs> this yeah, could impact the Titans everything. <laughs> well, Without well, this guy, he means – yeah, I mean, I think it means the Titans have to be an entirely different team, right? Like, they yeah. were running ev- absolutely everything for Derrick Henry, and now with him out, you got to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. I-, I totally agree, and they have the receiving core to do it. I mean, you have Julio Jones right. on one side and A.J. Brown on another one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not to mention, if they can pull off a trade. Now, you know, hearing about this, um, them working out Adrian Peterson, I've always been an AP fan, but I don't feel like he has it in the tank to be the number one running back. Well, yeah, <laughs> the throwback jersey. I love it. Uh, I, I just don't know if he has it to be the the number one guy there. Yeah. And I don't think Mickles is it either. I feel like they, they cannot be cheap in this moment. They have everything they need to get through the AFC if they go get a really strong running back. And I think Marlon Mack is that guy. Oh, that sounds that's that that'd be a nice move because <laughs> I think he actually wants to trade out of out of Indy, which is the team they just played, which is ironic. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think he went out of Indy, though. So that'd be a nice move for them to do with uh, him out with this uh, season injury. Yeah, he, he wants out. He wants out. And the, it seems like the team, you know, wants to wants to give him the um, like, give him that courtesy, basically, of letting him go to the yeah. team that he wants to go to. Um you know, I, I do think that if I do think they probably do need to sign somebody to to try and fill that role to at least at least keep the running game viable. But you know, when you have yeah, when you have but when you have AJ Brown and Julio Jones out there, there's no reason you shouldn't be passing the like if you don't have Derrick Henry, like no one's filling in Derrick Henry's shoes. Derrick Henry was on right. an absolutely historic pace this season. 
you know, he's pro- he's still probably going to finish as one, you know, as one of the top, I don't know, 15 running backs on the season yard yardage wise. And he's, you know, playing less than half the season just because of how dominant his season was. Mm-hmm. But like, you're not going to have anybody filling in really for Derrick Henry. You, ha- you have to get someone that's going to be serviceable as a running back, someone that can really fill fill the shoes and fill a void. But you're not filling, you're not replacing Derrick Henry. So, you know, I think I think the pivot is pretty clear. Like you got to start feeding AJ Brown the ball. Like ten, re- like he should be having ten receptions a game every game. The rest yeah, of the you know what I mean. Like that man is a monster, a certified monster. Yeah. So, but uh, just the thing with Derrick Henry out though, he like he draws so much attention. He gets AJ Brown no one on one and stuff. But now like you can roll coverage to AJ Brown or Julio Jones because you don't have that Derrick Henry to, to to take up that attention. So I don't know, but we gonna see what they, the Titans I mean, do. But if they have a serviceable back that they can run play action through right. and really, you know, generate yeah. some stuff. Not when you're looking for someone to be flashy and give you, you know, 20 touchdowns. If that happens, great. But you want someone that the defense has to respect and right. they have to, you know, play man to some degree or a soft zone that you can really have A.J. Brown just really tear up in, in, in that coverage. And, you know, also there's another option out there. This one, this one may be a reach, but like, Call Cleveland and see if you can get Dearness Johnson. I was thinking that too, Dub. I'm not gonna I mean, lie. A, he's a backup. You can you can finesse it as yo, we're gonna give you some picks or whatever. You still got um you still oh man, why is his name slipping my mind? You still got Kareem Hunt coming back. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this guy's gonna be a huge part of your, you know, playoff run. Let us get him. We believe in him. Yeah. The I, the other option I was thinking about is Melvin Gordon, right? Yeah. And from, from They've got that. They've got the two-headed backfield between uh, Williams and and Gordon. Javante Williams obviously is the future for them at the running back position. So if you can, you right. know, if you can trade away Melvin Gordon for a pick or two, um, Melvin Gordon's still, you know, he's been killing us here. So you know, again, no, none of these guys are gonna are gonna take over for Derrick Henry. No one's filling those shoes, but you know, they would be a they would be a, a quality starting running back. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, I'm gonna uh, run through the uh, the uh, the rest of the games for this week, and then we are gonna get on to some predictions for next week's games. Uh, so uh, we got Washington here, hit ten to Denver, seventeen. That was a slugger game. Uh, Jerry Judy came back this week. Then we had uh, the Jaguars seven to the Seahawks thirty-one. That was a, 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 a destroy game. <laughs> Geno actually hit a nice game that game. Then we had the Bengals versus the Jets. The uh, Bengals had 31 to the Jets, 34. This guy, Mike White, had 405 yards in the air with three touchdowns. Magic That's Mike, crazy. let's go. Magic Mike. <laughs> Somebody tag it. The Magic Mike. <laughs> but uh, Michael Carter also helped him, too. He had uh, 77 yeah. rushing yards in the touchdown with 95 yards on, on catching, too. So that was pretty good. Uh, whoever in fantasy, go sign Michael Carter. That guy's he's balling. Oh, he's already been signed. <laughs> uh, let's talk about this next game. The Panthers uh, versus the Falcons. The Panthers won this game, uh, nineteen to the uh, Falcons, thirteen. And I actually want to talk. I actually want to talk about uh, a little bit about this game because I want to talk about uh, Calvin Ridley. He actually said he's going to take a step back from football. I don't know why he said it because of personal reason. But this is major for the Falcons. They already was bad, but now they're going to be really, really, really bad. <laughs> they just lost their two major receivers with, with, in a couple months. <laughs> so, so Cal Pitts get ready to get 14, 15 targets a game. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no doubt. I mean, 
just you know it's on that point real quick I, you know I, obviously it's a it's a bummer for the Falcons it's hard to say they were really going to do much of anything this season anyways but you know Calvin Ridley he's in a he's in a contract season basically um, he's got the fifth year player option I guess but you know this is someone who is who is playing for for major money to uh, to take a look at that and then take a look at your life and know that you just got to step away um, like you said, Jamal, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. He hasn't been too specific with with what the mm-hmm. situation is. But you know, just hope the best for the guy. Uh, hope hopefully he can get his life sorted out, and maybe he comes back to football, and, and that'd be great. And, and if not, hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully everything's all right. Yeah, and he said he said it was mental health reasons. So we don't know if it's a depression or or what's going on. But I, you know, I I just want to you know piggyback off what you just said, Jared. It's it's important to keep in mind that this is important for people to um, see men, grown men be vulnerable and be honest with themselves and know like, hey, I need to step away. And, you know, for a minute, I was really looking at the Ben Simmons situation in Philly. And then when he, you know, I hope it's not a PR stunt, but when he said, you know, his mental health wasn't right, I I think that's a very serious thing. So speedy recovery Mm -hmm. to him. Hopefully everything goes well and we see him on the field soon. But kudos for taking care of yourself. No doubt. Kyle, whoever you got, I hope you're watching the show. Do what you got to do to get right. Yeah. want to see you on the field, bro. Yeah. What's up, everybody out there? Welcome back to Free Game. You kicking in with your host, Juan, Juan Gotti, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> and, uh, this is uh, a continuation of yesterday. I didn't get to really finish. Uh, we got to do uh, predictions for next week's games. So uh, it's going to be me and Jared today. What's up, Jay? It's going to be me and Jared today. Uh, calling the games today, so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get get it started. First game of uh, the Jets versus the Colts. What you thinking, Jay? Man, you know, on paper, I feel like this is definitely you know Colts have the have the advantage. They've got they seem to me like they have a pretty full team, other than Carson Wentz, who is the type of player uh, who will throw a pick six at the two yard line, but then will also get up and take the team the length of the field. I don't know if you watched that play where he was like almost sacked, went down on the hand on the football, kept himself up and kept playing. That was that was a wild play. Yeah, he's the only player I've ever heard of spraining both ankles on the same play. Like that is wild. <laughs> my man had my man had two sprained ankles on the same play. That's wild. Uh, That's great. So I. You know, my my head is saying Colts, but my heart is with Magic Mike and the Jets. So, you know, I think I think uh, I think they I think the Jets might stay hot here. I think the Jets might have found a little something with with uh, Mike White. So uh, I'm gonna pick the upset. I think I think it might be. I think the Jets are gonna come away with, with the dub. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna rock out with the Jets too, Magic Mike with the with the 400 yards last week. I uh, think I think he's gonna come out on top this week too. <laughs> Uh, but next up, we got the, uh, the 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 Bills versus the Jags. Who you got? Man, that's not even a question, honestly. Uh, <laughs> to me, the better to me the better question is: Will Urban Meyer still have his job by the time the time the game is over? Uh, <laughs> maybe I don't know. He might be he might be heading back to his restaurant in in Ohio pretty soon. But uh, with yeah. that said, it's definitely the Bills. It's definitely the Bills. It's not even close. Yeah, I'm gonna rock out with the Bills too because. Uh, Sometimes you know uh, the the college coaching doesn't translate over to uh, the the pros. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. But nobody and nobody knows why. But 
that's just how it goes. And I'm rocking with the Bills too, because obviously Josh Allen, the, the MVP candidate and stuff like that, and they coming off a a big win from last week. So on to the next. Uh, Denver versus the Cowboys, my Cowboys. Yeah, see, I already know what you're going to say here. I, I already know you, you got to rock with the boys. Uh, for me, it's about, you know, does Jerry Judy come back and look like himself? You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if Teddy Bridgewater has all the weapons at hand, they've got, you know, they've got Javante Williams. They've got uh, uh, they've got Melvin Gordon in the backfield. They've got some dudes at, at wide receiver. So, you know, what happens there? But it is hard to pick against it is hard to pick against the Cowboys, especially with uh, with Denver just giving up, uh, kind of going in a fire sale mode, giving up Von Miller, giving us some of these other dudes for for <laughs> six round picks. So, uh, yeah, I think I think the I think the Broncos might be a little low in the locker room this week. I, I think the Cowboys should take it pretty easily. Uh, although I will say that that is contingent on Dak Prescott being there. I think if Coop, I don't think Cooper Rush can get it done twice in a row. So, assuming Dak's there, I think the Cowboys take it down, but. Uh, it's kind of a TBD on the QB situation. You for sure know who I got. Uh, I got the uh, them boys. Uh, I think Dak should play this week. I think last week they were just being uh, caution. Uh, we're playing Cooper Rush. Even though uh, Cooper Rush played a, a decent game. He didn't play too bad. He didn't play like I thought he was going to That's true. He played better than I thought he was going to play. That's true. So, uh, That's true. Denver, Denver, through the season, has had a better defense though than the Vikings, although – like I just yeah. said, Von Miller's yeah, out there, so, you know, who knows? And the, the, and the Von Miller thing is surprising to me when him starting the season also high, even though he didn't play the last game uh, because of, I don't know, the illness or something like that. I don't know why he didn't play last game. But uh, they say he's going to be good to go this this following week. So the, that trade was surprising to me. But, yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with the Cowboys this week, as I'll be rocking with them every week. <laughs> but uh, next game, well, we got the uh, the Browns. Dubs Browns, shout out to Dub. Versus uh, the Bengals. It's going to be a tough one for them because I know they got a lot of injuries on, on, the, on the Cleveland side. Who you got today? A lot of injuries, a lot of injuries, some torn labrums. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think it's going to be the Bengals. Um, you know, Joe Burrow and uh, um, Jamar Chase, I think I think they're looking to have a bounce-back game. Uh, last week wasn't great for them, losing to the, to the Jets, obviously. Uh, Cleveland put up 10 points last week. Uh, that's not going to get it done against the Bengals. So, um, you know, I think in the Battle of Ohio, I think Joe Burrow's taking this one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals too because uh, ten points is not going to do it versus versus uh, this year's Bengals team. This, this team is a, a high scoring team with, with 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 the Joe Burrow and the Jamar Chase connection. And is and I think it will be better this week because last week uh, I don't think he had as much on the yardage tip, but he did end up with a touchdown. So that uh, so I guess he had a bad week, but a good week, a so a so so. You know, if you if you're if you were a rookie, anytime you get in the end zone, you know, you obviously you're feeling good about it. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase is is up there. You know, so far through eight weeks of the season or whatever, with uh, or seven weeks of the season. I with anybody for real, anyway, he's up there. He's, I mean, he's up there with Randy Moss. Like it's Jamar Chase and Randy Moss yeah. right now. So yeah, he definitely pretty, got that rookie of the, the, the rookie of the year a lot. That's pretty much his. Yeah, bar injury. Yeah, as long as he keeps it up, or, or even something comparable, uh, it, it's a it's a crazy season. So yeah, I think the future is bright in Cincinnati, and yeah, I'm gonna take them in the Battle of Ohio. Yeah, but I'm yeah I'm gonna rock out with the Bengals. But uh, next up, we got the Falcons versus the Saints. 
Who you got, Jay? Man, this is a tough one for me, but I will say um, just because, you know, so the Saints are five and two, by the way, I th- we should have we should have covered this, I think, a little bit more uh, specifically last night. But um, I think you got to look at Sean Payton as potentially coach of the year right now. Um, mm. Definitely out there in that conversation with what he's doing with with the five and two Saints, um, mm-hmm. you know, Jameis Winston, uh, uh, quarterback Jameis historically has not been the most consistent or winning of quarterbacks. And yet uh, he was looking pretty good this season. Not great, but but pretty decent. They beat, you know, they beat the Packers. Uh, they beat the Buccaneers. I don't think any other team in the league can say that. Obviously, they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were looking good. Uh, but now, you know, you either have Taysom Hill or, or Trevor Simeon coming in at quarterback. That's tough. Um, on the other hand, the Falcons have not been a prolific defense. Um, and then you look at the, you know, you look at the Falcon side of the ball, you've got Calvin Ridley out indefinitely. Um, and so then, then there's, you know, a real void there at, at the, at the, at the pass catcher position, whether you, you know, you, you've got obviously the rookie um, stepping up, but you know, at tight end, but uh, you know, can you, can you lean on someone like Russell Gage? So even though all that say, kind of waffling, but even, you know, all that say, even though I think the Saints have some trouble at, at quarterback, I think I'm going to take the Saints. I think they're going to lean on Alvin Kamara um, and, uh, and and get the squeak out the win. Yeah. Uh, Saints, like we start, we, we picking all the Saints here because I'm, I'm rocking out with the Saints too. And this week on the coaching of the year thing, um, I think another Sean might have something to say about that. And Sean McVay uh, with, with the Rams. So that that probably that I ain't gonna lie though, but uh, Sean Payton is definitely a candidate here and this year with the uh, well, definitely with the talent that he that he he got on the field that and he produced the production that he's putting out there is great. The, the wins that he's coming out with, I mean to say, that's a good point. That's a good point. That might be a segment for another day, Coach of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, next up, uh, we got the Patriots versus the Panthers here. Who you got, Jay? Yep. Look, I I think uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I I think we're gonna have a bounce back week from the Panthers. I think uh, Sam Darnold is gonna show everybody that he is the real deal. That uh, that he was kicked out too soon. That he was cast aside too soon. Um, and no, I'm just kidding. I'm, there's no way that's gonna happen against the Bill Belichick defense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh I, I am looking for my I'm looking for my guy DJ Moore to finally have a decent game uh for the first time since week four of the season. But I do think uh I do think between the running game uh for for uh for the Patriots and the defense, I think the Patriots are probably gonna take that one home and probably pretty easily. I think I think it might be another uh blowout uh New York Jets style. So uh, I definitely think it's the Patriots. Yeah, I definitely think the Patriots are gonna grind out an ugly win here. But at the same time, I it's a it's some it's some talk that CMC might practice this Wednesday. So we gotta see how that's gonna go. Cause if he played, that's definitely a a, a change, a change in the in the game plan for better check. Yeah, no so doubt. Yeah, obviously CMC is one of the most impactful offensive players in the league. If he's back, that's a big deal. But just coming off an of injury, I think they'd probably at least play play it slow. Split the yeah, for split sure. with yeah. Hubbard, and um, you know I, I think if you don't have a hundred percent Christian McCaffrey back there, I, I think the Patriots are are just looking too good right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, next up, we got the uh, the Raiders versus the Giants. Yeah. The new Raiders. <laughs> new Raiders. 
Yeah, yeah. the new Raiders, they're firing that coach John Gruden. Is why I say that. <laughs> well, who you got here, uh, Jay? Yeah, it definitely seemed like it, uh, Gruden had to go. Um, man, it's a tough one. I, you know, I it's hard to pick the Raiders, obviously, with everything going on with, with them today. Uh, Henry Ruggs being involved in a in a DUI car accident that left somebody uh, that left somebody dead. Um, mm-hmm. That's a lot of that's a you know that stacked on top of everything else they've been dealing with uh, this year. It's uh, it, it's hard to pick them in this matchup, even though I think they probably are the better team uh, overall. So I, you know, I think with uh, I think with all the off-field distractions, everything they're going through, I think there's a I think there's a good chance the Giants pull it out. Uh, and and the Giants haven't been looking too bad. I think they might get Saquon back this week. That's what some of the early reports are looking like. So um, I I think the Giants might be able to. I think the Giants probably pull this one out. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders on here because I, I I actually kind of starting to believe in more Derek Carr. And I think John Gruden leaving is actually a good thing for him because it, it was more like – I think it was more like a, a weight off his shoulders because I think it's more of harder to play under John Gruden because he's that, that er, coach. Like, you gonna you got to do what I say, coach. So, I think I think it was like a, a weight off of his shoulders. So, I, I'm believing in Derek Carr now. And they and they actually not that bad this year. But it, I ain't going to lie, off the field stuff, there's a lot going on for them right now, like you said. So, emotionally-wise, I, I, I don't know where they at, but – I'm I'm gonna rock out with them this week. Yep. Yeah. It's just a question: of Can they shut out the noise? Can they focus on what they got to do? And it seems like uh, it seems like Coach Basaccia is, is uh, a real players' coach. So you never know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think if especially if Saquon's back, I think the Giants take that one down. Next up here, we got the uh, the Texans versus the Dolphins. <laughs> Maybe the worst is, game of the year. Yeah, it's an ugly game. <laughs> I think both teams are uh, one and seven. Not a not the type of game that you're going to watch it unless the highlights flash on NFL Red Zone. Um, but with that said, I think it, it, it is looking like um, uh, it's looking like you know two is on the upswing these days. Um, Jalen Waddle does seem to be a legit player. Uh, so even with some of the, the news sort of surrounding the, the Texans quarterback situation, Tyrod Taylor potentially being back, uh, I think Miami probably gets it done this week uh, just because, you know, uh, you, you got to pick somebody. So I think it's probably <laughs> – Someone's got to win. Yeah, yeah I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm pick the Dolphins this week just because I have to pick a team. <laughs> and, uh, I like the two and uh, Jalen Waddle connection because I got Jalen Waddle on my team. You get about two. Uh, Targets game, even though they like, they like because the line can't block for the tour, so it was like they like the little quick dink and dunk passes. Like, so he probably averaged probably like five yards and catch. <laughs> At some point, you it's just, just got to breaks one, you know, that he get takes the screen to the house or something, but it's not a lot, it's not a lot downfield happening for them right now. Like, like dude, I had 12 targets and 12 catches, but like 70 yards, like that's crazy. But, uh, I'm just going to go on to the next game here. <laughs> uh, it's actually an interesting game as well because we got Joe Vikings here versus the Baltimore Ravens. Team that's actually hot. Yep. But I think that, yeah, so, so, so who you got here, Jay? Real hot. I got to take my Vikings. I don't think, I, I don't know if I, uh, in my, if I, I don't know if I was betting this game, if I would take the Vikings. But with that said, you know, like, uh, like we were talking about a little bit kind of off the air. The Vikings are the type of team that will lose to Cooper Rush and then beat Lamar Jackson uh, in back-to-back mm-hmm. weeks. So 
Um, you know, I'm looking for a for a bounce back Kirk Cousins game. We get about four of them per year. So I think, you know, I think this might be the week. Uh, this might be one of his four weeks this season. Um, you know, I'm looking for Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson to really go off. Hopefully Dalvin Cook can, can get the run, running game going. And uh, if our defense can just stay in front of Lamar Jackson, uh, that might be enough to, to squeak out the win. So I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm going I'm to pick with my heart uh, rather than my head. Yeah, I was just going to say picking with the heart over picking with the head. Because I'm definitely walking out with Baltimore this week. The run game just too deadly. It's just too deadly. Like, that that's, that should be all I really have to say. <laughs> the run game is too deadly for uh, the, the Vikings right now. Uh, next up, we got the Chargers versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Who you got, Jay? Uh, I gotta think. I gotta think that the Chargers bounce back this week. If if they are if they are who we thought they were early in the season, uh, Justin Herbert. I feel like this is a game where he steps up and and plays. This seems like the type of game where Mike Williams and Keenan Allen can go off. Uh, obviously, you've got Austin Eckler, one of the, one of the best running backs in the league back there. Uh, their defense isn't going to stop anybody. I expect Jalen Hurts to probably have like 200 yards rushing and probably 200 yards passing in this game. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really all going to come down, I think, to the to the Chargers' offense. Uh, but I, you know, I have some faith in them still. Uh, if you know, if they go on a three-game losing streak, I, you know, their chances of making the playoffs are are really really low. So I, I think uh, I think they probably have uh, just enough to pull it out. It might be another one of those games like Chargers played against uh, Cleveland a couple weeks back, where it was like 47-42 or something like that. Um, so it might be another really high-scoring game, which would you know as a as a fan of football, it's always fun to see. But I, I think that I think Chargers probably pull this one out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna rock out with the Chargers too in this one. Uh, Justin Justin Herbert and those guys because I don't think uh, Justin Hurts yet yet got it got it got got his NFL swagger yet. Like, I don't think he got his 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 his, his base in the NFL yet. I think he he got it. he still needs some more development. Yeah, it's with, something. Uh, it's something about him where, like, every week the stats look decent, but if you watch the uh-huh. game, my test is just off. Like, he's missing wide receivers. It just doesn't look like it's there. Yeah, you got him on, like, your fantasy team. He, he's a great player to have because <laughs> he's going he to attack on the ground and, and in the air. But it's yeah. like it, – it, it's, it's to me, it's like it's, – it's, it's more like a – I don't want to say he's a, co- a college quarterback because he's like a, a – a, like a uh, uh, one guy read like and when I say that he he watches one guy like the whole play yeah. and if that guy is open is is run yeah. is it's straight to run and that, and that was something that was big with Lamar when he first came in the league and you can see now he's developing into a beautiful quarterback because he goes through his progressions from 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 one to two to three to four to five and back to one and stuff like that and hitting checkdowns but 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 that comes with with, with the more time you put in and, and, and the more games you play yeah. yeah. No doubt. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Hopefully, it be something. Yeah, better. I'm. A, I'm. I'm. All right, I got with the Chargers in this one. Next up, we got uh, actually a, another coaching coach of the year over here at, at AZ. Another candidate. We got them going against the 49ers this year. I mean, this 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 week. Who you got, Jay? AZ versus the 49ers. Ooh, uh, to me, this isn't even going to be a close game. Uh, the 49ers mm-hmm. have not looked especially good this season. Arizona. Mm-hmm. A bunch of this, bunch of the season has looked like one of the top teams in the league. Obviously, seven and zero once they lost the Packers. I expect them to bounce back in a big way. Uh, Kyler Murray is a glitch. The dude it looks like he's playing a video game um, out there on the field. So 
you know, I, I think he's going to have a big game. I think uh, I'm looking for James Conner actually to have a big game. I think I think he's going to sort of set the tone, set up the play action pass. Um, and, uh, mm-hmm. and I think I think DeAndre Hopkins has a has a huge game, maybe goes for two bills. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think the Cardinals are going to run away with this one. Oh, oh actually, uh, I want to speak. I want to speak on the Cardinals because uh, the last game leaving out of the, the Packers game, Kyler was a little limpy. It's true, and with that ankle, and D Hop with the hamstring, so we got to we got to see how that 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 is coming in to this game too. That's a good point. Definitely got to monitor that situation. Uh, I that I might switch my that. whole pick. Yeah, I'm, I haven't seen anything that made me concerned. Obviously, uh, you know it does all kind of come down to Kyler Murray and uh, and his health. But assuming that he's healthy, I think it's a blowout. Yeah, it's, it, 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 if everything goes as it's supposed to go. The Cardinals will definitely win this game, but if it doesn't, and D Hop and 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 Kyler have to sit this week, the 49ers can win this game because Jimmy Garoppolo isn't isn't a quarterback that's bad, but he's a quarterback that 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 can get it done. He's a he's a he's a he's a game manager. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm looking for, I'm looking for Chandler Jones to have another monster performance, uh, assuming he's yeah. back out there on the field. Uh, Jimmy G is kind of a sitting target out there, so I, I look for. Uh, Hopefully this this 49ers pass rush can get it going. It's been it's been it's been it's been real sticky since since Joey Bosa coming back from the ACL. He don't look the same for real. But but he got to get that fast switch back. Maybe he's got to get his rhythm. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But this this next, what'd you say? No, I, yeah, I just said we'll see. It'll be it'll be a good game to watch regardless. Yeah, for sure. This next game we we got here we got the uh, the Packers versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs do not look as look as. They don't look like the Chiefs. <laughs> they don't. I can really say. <laughs> no, no, you got here, Jay. Watching that, watching that game last night. You know, I don't really know how the Chiefs that we know beat the Giants by three and barely. Right, like that. That game was going down to the wire. Um, I do feel like, I, and I've said this for a couple of weeks now. It to me feels like the Chiefs have, in some ways, run out of luck. Uh, Pat, you know, uh, Patty Ice, Patrick Mahomes, he does stuff with the football and on the football field that I've never seen anybody do uh, from the sidearm passes, the jump passes, the the creativity that that he has. It's it's wild and it's fun to watch. And he even hit some of those last night. But then he also it seems like to me like this season, he's had more passes go off his wide receivers hands and into the defense, you know, to, to become a turnover, to become an interception than anybody in the league he's he's got 10 uh, I think he's got 10 interceptions so far this season um and it I think half of those hit receivers hands and and kept going so uh if he can bounce back and if the offense can really click in a gear then that does cover up for a lot of the defensive struggle on the other hand their defense is like historically bad uh, and so when you look at the other side of the ball, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, assuming that he gets Devonta Adams coming back, Alan Lazard, some of these guys, uh, it's hard not to imagine it's going to be like a 45, 45 game. Uh, and in that situation, it, it's hard not to go. It's hard not to pick Aaron Rodgers um, to come out of there. I think their defense looks a little better than the Chiefs. So I, to me, this is going to be a game of the week. I think this could be a really exciting game. Uh, and I think ultimately uh, the Packers are probably going to come away with the dub. Yeah, I seen uh I seen the Chiefs just traded for uh Melvin Ingram uh today. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a big trade for them. Melvin Ingram from the Steelers. If y'all don't know who that is, look him up. He's a, he's a nice DN. Yeah, 
he got some some time some time on him. He been with the, uh, the also was with the uh, the San Diego Chargers and yeah. LA Chargers. Yeah, he's a stud. No, he's he's a stud, and, and I don't know if you watched. I don't know if you watched the the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Uh, I got to watch mm-hmm. him this morning. It was, or, I mean, this afternoon. It was a it was a good conversation that he had with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Talked a little bit about Patrick Mahomes. Uh, seems like there's a lot of respect there. Obviously, those are two guys with some of the most incredible arm talent in league history. Um, so it'll be fun to watch. I, I think regardless of what happens, it'll be fun to watch. But but I do think the the Green Bay Packers probably come away with the win. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna come out. I'm definitely gonna go with the Packers here because the Chiefs' defense is is, is, is horrible this year. I, th- I hope I hope the Melvin Ingram trade will, will, will make their defense better, but I, I doubt it because it's just one player and they need something in the secondary versus the on the D line because the yeah. secondary is horrible, it's stinky outside of Tyron Matthews. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, the pack the Packers game. Next up here we got uh, the Titans versus the Rams. This is an interesting game because we might get some Von Miller fighting in this game. So who who you got this game, Jack? And there's no Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, the the lack of Derrick Henry I think is huge. Um, if they had Derrick, you got AP though. They do have AP, who is my guy. Uh, uh, love love me some Adrian Peterson, but uh, I don't think he's the answer at this point in his career. He's 36 years old. Um, his, you know, from what we've seen of him lately in the league, it's not been great. Uh, so I wish all the best for him. I, obviously, I hope that he has a has an incredible game, an incredible rest of the season. Uh, but when you're talking about now having to put in the hands of Ryan Tannehill and hope that he really wins the game for you against uh, against Jalen Ramsey, against Aaron Donald, against Von Miller, now like that's a that's a stack that's a stack defense, and you know they're going to put up points because like we were talking about previously. Uh, that that Stafford to Cup connection is real. Uh, he's got and he's got Robert Woods. He's got uh, Van Jefferson on the outside. He's got Tyler Higby at the tight end position. He's got uh, Daryl Henderson at running back. So you know they're going to put up points. You know that often they're going to put up points, and that defense is tough. So uh, I think without Derrick Henry, uh, I think the Titans are are probably going to go down here. You know the good thing for them is they have such a lead in their division that they don't really need this win uh, exactly. So obviously they're going to go out there and play their hearts out, but uh, I think it, I think the deck is stacked against them. I think LA takes the takes this one. Yeah, no doubt. I'm def- I definitely have to rock out with LA in this game because they just there's just so so many so many names on on that on that defense and it's crazy. And then Matthew Stafford playing at MVP level level, so it's crazy. And then I want to say I I I, I like Adrian Peterson. It's hard not to like Adrian, it's hard not to love Adrian Peterson because of, of who he is, but. At the AGF right now, he just he just isn't what he used to be. He 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 he's a he's a good back because he just had this year or the past year with the Lions. I think he he hit the six hundred mark with them, so that that isn't bad. But it it isn't it isn't Derrick Henry, and I think that's what what Tannehill needs. So I'm gonna have to rock out with the Rams in this game. Next up, we got our beloved our 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 home team, our hometown, our Bears versus the Steelers. Who you got in this one, Jay? Oh, I've got this is this is a game of the future versus the past. This is Justin Fields versus Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, this is two two quarterbacks, one who is mobile, one who used to be mobile. Um, and you know, when you look at when you look at this last week, the Steelers uh, put up 15 points total against a, a Cleveland defense that is decent but not incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. Although, shout out to Miles Garrett for looking like the actual Hulk. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, but with that said, I'm you know again maybe picking with my heart here, but I think the Bears have a great chance to take this one down. I think it's probably going to be a low scoring game. I think both defenses are going to do a lot. But uh, but yeah, I believe in Justin Fields, man. I, I think I think the the guy is the real deal. Um, I think hopefully he figures something out this last week. Uh, hopefully the Bears figure something out without with Matt Nagy being out with COVID. Uh, hopefully they figure out some type of situation, <laughs> a way to coach the guys up uh, on the field or whatever. Um, obviously we didn't get the win, but but they played decently well throughout the game. So I'm gonna take the Bears. I think the Bears take take the Steelers down. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with this, this 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 game because because of their defense. The defense is, is is just amazing, and then Ben can just game and it's enough just to just to get the win. It's, I got to go against the home team. That's so sick. Uh, I think Justin has got to develop more as a quarterback, and this defense is not the, the team to to, to be developing, to be a developing quarterback against. <laughs> Mike Tomlin is no joke, but you got you know everyone's yeah. got to start somewhere. So uh, I'm looking for I'm yeah. looking for for a big game from Justin Fields. I, d- I definitely like what he what he did this, this past week though on the feet. Even though they didn't get the win, I like what he did this week on the, on the feet and in that air. So I like I like what he did. Yeah. Um. That, that that that's all the games for this for this week, folks. So yes, I guess sir. we we gonna we gonna we gonna have to see y'all next week. We gonna sign out. We gonna have to sign out here. Um. Shout out to everybody for watching. Tune in next week to catch uh results for 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 these games and. Predictions for next week. Shout out to everybody. Rocking with free game. See y'all next week. Free game.